The boys are back, episode 14, CMB Sports Show. Appreciate y'all joining us, man. College World Series is finally here. We're gonna do uh, we're gonna do something a little different. We're gonna start our uh, we're gonna do our first bracket. Uh, we're gonna go College World Series of uniforms. So we're gonna do the, the 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 regular bracket they have going on. Pick their uniforms. Who's got the best? And they move on, survive in advance. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. Stick around for that. We got the the Stanley Cup Finals is on their way. Um, NBA Finals is is coming up to an end, and MLB is just awesome right now. It's the dog days of summer. No better time to be a sports fan. And we got the U.S. Open. So let's go ahead and dive on in. Welcome back. Episode 13 of the CMB Sports Show. We're going to kick things off. We're going to dive right into it. One of our favorite things to talk about is uniforms. Love to look at them. Love to, like we both probably spend hours a year on MLB The Show just making tons of uniform changes throughout the year. I am a uniform junkie. I'm all about color combinations, what looks good, what looks terrible, pinstripes are the awesome. You know, what does your piping look like? I mean, I'm a nerd. If there's anything I'm a nerd about, it's uniforms. So, I mean, if if you also like uniforms or you want to get into uniforms, uh, uh, officiating, I guess, like, this is the show for you. I mean, we're going to dive. Like, we're literally going to dive into it. Yeah, we, I mean, anytime I see uniforms, probably 70% of the time I'll send them to Cole just because we usually align on most things. So I kind of figure we will uh, be on the same page throughout this whole bracket, if yeah. I had to guess. I agree. I agree. We have a we have a panel that gave me some tiebreakers just in case, but I don't think we're going to need them. No. Um, so we're going to go through the format with you, just so you're, you don't get confused. Um so the bracket is set up just like the actual College World Series bracket set up. Like Auburn starting off, Ole Miss, you know, etc. Double elimination. Um, you know, survive, survive in advance. Like I said before, survive in advance. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll give you a winner. So let's get into it. What's our first yeah, matchup? We'll, uh, we'll start with A&M versus Oklahoma, two teams that have horrible uniforms. Probably some of the worst uniforms I've ever seen. Um, Oklahoma slightly better, I think, overall. Uh, but we'll, we'll break it down. Oh, uh, Texas A&M, they're Adidas. Adidas is not known for awesome baseball uniforms. Um, but these are particularly terrible. Uh, their text, their home, it just says A and M Aggies or like Texas A and M Aggies on it in like the worst font possible. It looks like a four year old came up with it, um, you know. And for them to have all this money to pay recruits and build new stadiums and all this stuff, you know, you'd think they'd get some good uniforms, but yeah, I mean, I guess not. They're awful. They are the worst uniforms on this list. Um, which Oklahoma isn't much better, but A&M has some of the worst uniforms in all of sports. Yeah. Like you said, the home whites that look like something that, like, the Yankees would have worn in 1800s, probably. Literally. And, like, like before Babe Ruth. Like, they're, they're, like, transparent. Like, you can, like, see through them. And that's just, that's just low quality. Step your game up, Adidas. I mean, what the heck? Though, I'm sure there'll be two in a queue. They'll be out of here. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So for for my official pick, I'm, I'm going <coughs> Oklahoma just because. Yeah. They, they have the red. Um, sometimes they wear pinstripe pants. Sometimes they don't. But they got the thick piping on the side. I think it's a. I think it's a good. You know, kind of run the ball look. Um, nothing crazy. They're you know they're not doing too much. Just a classic, classic look. So, yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah, so our next matchup, uh, Texas versus Notre Dame. Now, this is one, to me, when I think 
college baseball Texas is what I think of when yeah. it comes to uniforms. Like mm-hmm. the burnt orange just gives off like a gritty, like hard-nosed feel to me. So these are some of my favorites just for the colors. Like yeah. I don't think you could do these really wrong. You just run the ball with them, you'll be all right. I, I totally agree. Um, now, I don't want to discount Notre Dame here because they have awesome uniforms. They have the gold helmets, which if you think they're corny, you're just a boring person. I think they're actually pretty cool. Um, I don't like their green jerseys, and I might go against the grain here. I kind of like their navy blue, uh, all navy blue, just because it's different. Yeah, top and bottoms. Uh, they have the gold, like, weird trim on it. Kind of cool. You know, I don't know. Um, it's it, it's definitely a matchup of, uh, like, traditional versus, like, modern. Like, where uniforms are kind of going, like, with the flashy colors and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I like Texas. They have, like, a classic uniform. They have the classic whites at home. They have grays on the road with the, with the burn orange letters. And then they also have a, a burn orange um, jersey. And, you know, a lot of them wear their pants up, and I think that looks really good. Yeah. And, like, when they, when they're playing on that, that crisp turf they have, I don't know what it is, man. It, they just look sharp, and they always got they ginormous awesome. dudes. Like, like, when I think of Texas of recent, I think of the year that uh, the Clemens kid played for them, and, like, they just all looked like – like they were so big that year and he was big like he just was dropping tanks um Roger's Clement Roger Clement's kid but I, I can't remember his name like he has there's three of them I want to say like one of them's like Tony one of them's Cody he just Cody pitched that, in that's the, the one Cody he just pitched in the majors I saw that yesterday he's as not a, a pitcher by the yeah, way as a position player <laughs> but he did pitch um, about 41 miles an hour yeah no but uh, yeah I think Texas gets to win on that one as well yeah, uh, I like the gold helmets too. I like them more in football, but I don't hate them. I think it's a good look, and I'm with you too. I like the all blue. I don't like the green, mm-hmm. but the all blue is different. It gives it a good look. So you want to stay in this side of the bracket and run up somebody to the finals? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we got Oklahoma and Texas. That's the winner, winner bracket. Yeah. Yep. Man, um, I'm. One classic matchup here. Yes. Um, it's also it's awesome the way the bracket falls to where Texas is going to play Oklahoma or Texas A&M in the second round. Yeah. That's actually pretty cool. They're two biggest rivals. Yeah. Man, that, that's kind of brutal. And, like, Texas kind of got out lucky um, if we're just talking baseball. They got out lucky against – East Carolina, but that'll be kind of cool to see. Anyways, um, you know, Oklahoma's just a little bit too basic for me. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think that the Texas, like, just Texas in general is cool. But one thing I want, I want to say that is weird is Texas having a different uh, logo for baseball Instead of the Longhorn logo on their hat, they have the almost Tennessee-looking yeah. T. That is weird, and if there was somebody with equal uniforms, I would give it to, to somebody else just because they don't have the Longhorns. I feel like that's a, that's a fumble on them. I feel like that would be a really cool hat. Like That would be a hat I would probably buy. Yeah. Um, but... I will have to give it to Texas. I think I think they they continue. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm taking Texas again. Um, A and M versus Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame by go, a billion. Go ahead and get out of here, A and M. You shouldn't have even been invited. Yeah. Uh, if we could have just not put them in this bracket, they'd had a better chance. I mean, honestly, you could name anybody else, and they have a better uniform than Texas A and M. Literally, yeah, anybody. I agree. Anybody. Anybody. I don't care. Like, Bowling Green. They they're, they have the worst color combination in life, and they have cooler uniforms. Yeah. Bowling Green, but they're brown. Brown and orange. Sense. Like, but they still look cooler than A&M. 
So this will probably be the first one that's pretty tough. Oklahoma versus Notre Dame. Man, that is tough. Um, I think I'm going Notre Dame. Yeah, I think I think the, the navy blue, the all navy blues, kind of give it that edge. Um, just personally, Oklahoma is just too too bare. Like they're too minimum. You know. Yeah. It doesn't look just quite cool enough. Yeah, so now we have a, a rematch from round one, Texas versus Notre Dame. We just go ahead and push Texas through. Yeah, you know, just for dr- uh, dramatics, it would be hilarious to put Notre Dame in there, but then I'd feel stupid. So, uh, <laughs> you give them the upset? <laughs> after they already lost? <laughs> that would have been fun. We should have thought of that. If we were if we were really good at podcasting, we would have thought of that. Yeah. We let Texas lose the first round, and then act like they got hot and just ran through the winner's bracket. <laughs> oh, man, that would have been awesome. If only I could think ahead like that. But, yeah, give Texas, put them in the, put them in the championship. I think that's deserving anyways. That They're probably top five in the country anyways in uniform. So I, I think that's yeah. definitely deserving. Which we have – there's three or four teams in here that are top ten in the country in uniforms. Yeah. At least three. Um, so now the other side, Stanford versus Arkansas. See, Arkansas, to me, has one of the most slept-on uniforms out there. And, you know, a hater might say, well, what's the difference between them and Oklahoma? Well, they don't have Razorbacks across their chest. Like, I think that is so cool. And the font they have... Um, Stanford is also cool though. They have those black uniforms. The only thing I'm gonna di- I'm gonna count off on the blacks is that there's no piping around the letters and numbers, which I think would make it cool. Like if you put some white piping around it, definitely 100. percent uh, So I might have to count off. And I don't I don't know what it is, man. Arkansas. I just think they look they look good and clean all the time. I mean, I don't watch Stanford a whole lot. I'll be honest. Um, Will this be the first time we disagree? It might be. What do you think? Are you thinking Stanford? I'm going Stanford. I like Stanford a lot. <sighs> Even just the simple, like the the red with the two white um, lines on the, like by the elbow. I love that look. Just uh, even their white ones with just the script across the chest. Yeah. Looks awesome. Um, and then, like you said, they've got a black two to throw on there. Could be better. But having a black to wear is just cool. Yeah, I I'm looking at I'm looking at Arkansas's and they just have they have the the whites. I like their A one. Um, they have the whites that say Razorback across it, which is cool to me. And then the Razorback logo on the shoulder, piping, and all that. But then they also have the throwbacks that are cream or like an off white with the that old A. Two, I think that looks really sharp. Yeah, I don't like the old A. I, I think we need to get rid of those like old times English looking letters. Like nobody reads those anymore. Yeah, I mean, I'm, Let's, I'm I'm with you on that. Time to modernize some of this stuff. Give us letters that kids can like decipher what it is. See, I feel like you know, not to be a homer, but I feel like Alabama has a good like modern A. Um, yeah. If you had to script, you know, script it like that, it's not. It's not like a Detroit Lion. I mean, Detroit Tigers, Tigers D, you know, or nothing like that. And it's very sleek looking. Yeah, let's get rid of that. Let's go all modern letters from now on. <laughs> so what? What's the who? Who's uh? What's the tiebreaker look like? So you're sticking. You're going to Arkansas. Yeah, I'm going Arkansas, man. They they got some sharp unis. Our tiebreaker gives the edge to Stanford. And it's not very close either. I hate it. He has Stanford number three. He has Arkansas number seven. Let me pull up Stanford's uniforms. I just I just think they're they're pretty basic. They're pretty nice. I really like the solid white. I mean There's something about just a smooth font across the chest. 
You just got I, you got to have points off for that black. That looks terrible. What does Arkansas have a black? No, they have the red. Their red looks pretty sharp. It looks just like Oklahoma State. But I will give you the classic. The classic red is is better with how bad the black is. That classic red is better than anything Arkansas has. So so I I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. Okay, so uh, Auburn Ole Miss, you which know, this is, to be transparent, we were just going to go single elimination. At least that was my thought, and Cole decided we'll go double, knowing that this is a pro-Auburn podcast. That way we could at least somewhat live to see another day because we're going against a juggernaut here yeah, in Ole Miss. You know, I have a heart, and I probably shouldn't, but... You know, I love I love people more than I love Auburn fans. You know, I see you Auburn fans, even though you're the scum of the earth, I see you as people. And you know, I don't want anybody to be miserable and and think, oh man, Auburn eliminated in the first round. So I gave you I gave you another chance. Let's see what you do with it, but it's Ole Miss by a landslide. Um You know, I'm not a big fan of powder blue unis. But if anybody in college does it well, it's Ole Miss. Um, and then like their pinstripes are just sick in my like. Yeah. I think they have some of the pinstripes best pinstripes in college. Uh, yeah, and I, they'll wear they'll rock the pinstripe like. I like when teams do that where they have a white pant and pinstripe, and they'll just rock the pinstripe with like. The blue jersey yeah, with the, the red and the red and then the red jersey with the blue. I think that looks so, it's, so good. It is. They have the best combination of because I don't like the baby blue or the powder blue. Mm-hmm. I think the powder blue is well overplayed. Yep. It's my favorite one they have is the pinstripe with the red top. Yeah, like if if I went there and I say I coached at Ole Miss, you know, in another life, like I would wear the white pinstripes at home, you know. You know, and then on the road, I wouldn't even have a gray. I don't know if they do. I don't think they. I don't think I've seen them in a gray. But um, I would wear like, you know, the blue one night, and then like red would be like my day game with the pinstripe pants. I, I just think one hundred percent that would be so sick. Yeah, I would just. I agree. I would. I, you know, I would. I would bring back the powder blues. You know, once or twice a season, have it like a a Friday night thing where we sell out the crowd because we're wearing powder blues, but I wouldn't wear it as much as they do. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Pinstripe, I would wear the pinstripe to death. Yeah, 100%. I would never wear the powder the powder blues. 100%. So we have Stanford and Ole Miss. Um, just like we just said, Ole Miss is a wagon here. Yeah. They're going to be tough to dethrone. I think they beat Stanford pretty easily in this. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I got, I got, uh, I got Ole Miss here by a million. Here, so here's a uh, another one where we might disagree on Arkansas versus Auburn, because the way you were hyping up Arkansas just now kind of makes me feel like that's going to be your pick. So here's my thing, and if you know me, if you're friends with me, you know, you know my beef. Um. With Auburn's uniforms, I think that Auburn's pinstripes are great. You know, like I'm. I, I, for, hold on. First and foremost, we're, I'm talking as I'm taking the Alabama fan. I'm putting him to the side, and I'm just a I'm just a sports fan here talking. All right, because normal Cole would would just put Arkansas ahead of Auburn, and it wouldn't even be close. But I'm going to take sports fan Cole. He doesn't know what Alabama Auburn is. He's fresh on the scene. He's thinking that the blue, the blue jerseys, clean. the 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 pinstripes are clean. But what in the world is Auburn doing wearing orange? Like it is so gross. It is the worst color orange. It's like, it's it's like I I don't even know what what what's wrong with it. It, it you know. You, like Tennessee wears orange, it looks kind of cool. Um, they have like a vibrant orange. Texas has 
orange. It looks cool. It's burnt. It's like a burnt orange. And like Auburn is just somewhere in the middle. And it's gross. And basketball did it too. And I think the basketball, Auburn's blue basketball jerseys are sick. I think that is awesome. And they just wear orange. Like, it's not cool. It's corny. And, uh, but that being said, it hurts me to say I'm going to have to put Auburn ahead of Arkansas here just because Arkansas's. They don't have much variation. You know, they only have two colors they're working with, which is tough. But um, I'm going to have to give Auburn the edge here. Yeah, I'm right there with you. The uh, orange is horrible. We should get rid of, like you said, basketball. It drives me insane how we have the all-white and the all-navy that just looks awesome. And then every once in a while we'll throw the orange on, and that should only be like, uh, like laundry day. Like if we, if everybody's backed up on laundry, throw the orange on for a game, get everything else washed and dried, yep. get the blue back on. Yeah, like day I feel th- the same way day in baseball. Three, day three of like a tournament, you know, like in the beginning of the season when they're playing back to back to back, totally get it. Bring out, bring out the reserves. You know, I, I mean, I would maybe bring out the practice jersey before, but you know, maybe it's four days in a row, washer broke. Okay, let's get the oranges out. I just, uh, I don't get it. It's terrible. It's just the worst color orange I've ever seen in my life. And there's a reason why it's y'all's number two color. Just leave it number two. Yeah. Run the ball with the blue. Run the ball with the blue. So it we looks got, good. It's a clean look. Okay. It's, all right, I'm done. Of course, I'm, I'm going Auburn as well. Just because, like I've already said, I don't like Arkansas at all. So I'm going Auburn. So we have Auburn versus... Yeah, we already did Stanford Ole Miss, didn't we? Yes. So we're in okay. the uh, uh, bracket final. Yeah. So Auburn, Stanford. Did we already do Stanford Ole Miss? Yeah. Ole, yeah Either we way. Ole, we said Ole Miss. Yeah, Ole Miss by 50. So yeah. now Auburn, Stanford. Um, I'm, This is where my bias ends because I love Stanford's jerseys. So this will be where the road the road ends for Auburn for me. Yeah, I'm. You know, it kills me that Stanford doesn't have a pinstripe, which not everybody does. You know, and I have to I have to come at peace with that. But the um, that white with the script Stanford, and then those classic reds with the with the piping and all that stuff, the trim, the white trim. That's like a pretty undefeated look. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to have to go, which, you know, now I'm looking at this black Stanford jersey with gray pants, and it looks a lot better. Uh, I guess I've seen it when they wear it with white pants, and it just looks like it's missing something. But with the gray pants, it has that darker look. So I'm going to have to give Stanford the edge here. Okay. So Stanford, Ole Miss, uh, another repeat. So we you just throw Ole Miss on into the championship against Texas. Yep. Unless Stanford got hot. Did they get hot? During the break, well, Ole Miss had to wait around a couple hours. Stanford's fighting their way to the losers bracket. Just beat Auburn ten to nothing. Because <laughs> um, they were wearing those oranges, and then you know yeah, I don't know Auburn they, they had orange, to beat Auburn with, they, with the red. Um, you know, so now they're coming out there against Ole Miss with the grays uh, against the pinstripes. I'm gonna have to give Edge pin, pinstripes. Yeah, I'm in. I'm with Ole Miss all the way. So Ole Miss versus Texas, the championship. This is exactly um, how I figured it would line up. So uh, I'm gonna give game one. Game one, white on white. Game one. Texas is all white versus Ole yeah, Miss. Te- is Texas, Texas is the higher seed. They're gonna be home team game one. They're going to have the white unis on. Ole Miss being Ole Miss is going to wear their baby blues, and I'm going to have to give the edge to Texas game one. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I'm going Texas game one, too, then. Um, so so game two, Ole Miss will be home. Game two, Ole Miss is home. They're, they're, they're humbled. They're going back to what they know, and they're going with the pinstripes. Yeah, all blue, blue hat. They're running the ball. Texas is coming out. They got the they got the burnt orange on 
which at the end of the day is still orange, and I'm going to have to give uh, the pinstripes. Oh, 100 there. Yep, yep, 100%. And then game three, you know, Texas doesn't have that many options, so they're back in the all-whites. And Ole Miss comes out in the victory reds on Sunday. What do you what are you thinking there? I, I mean, it's Ole Miss by a million. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give Ole Miss on. the edge just because they have they have. I mean, what we'll, the baby blue the baby blues are sharp, but that's their fourth option. That's their fourth best option in my opinion. And if that's what sure. you got fourth, like that's a solid lineup. Yeah, that's not bad. If you're using if you're pulling baby blues out like once every week, once every two weeks, that's fine. Yeah. If you try to run them out there every three days. That's when I'm like, all right, get them out of here. Yeah, if you know, and and that's how close this is. If um, if Ole Miss came out in those baby blues game three, I'm giving it to Texas. You know, it's it's a run rule, but just because they're wearing those victory reds, uh, I mean, they could even wore they could even wore bash it blue. Um, I I mean, I I still give the edge to to Ole Miss there. Uh, Which is crazy because they probably shouldn't even made it. Their last team in. So yeah, uh, I I, uh, I mean, is, does that confirm our winner? Is is Ole Miss the yeah. College Miss. World Series uniform winner? And I think if you did a two hundred team bracket for college baseball, I think Ole Miss comes out on top on that too. It's not just these eight; they're not you know, yep, they're not going to talk about this. Ole Miss had a weak schedule, like. No. No. If uh, if Coastal Carolina makes it, Ole Miss doesn't win this. It doesn't matter who it is. Ole Miss has the best uniforms in all of baseball. Yeah, there's only a couple teams in my mind that I I think could trip them up on a good day if they're hot. And Vandy, if they're hot, and they they get them for a home game and they wear those whites with the Clemson cut pants, like that's pretty pretty top level. It's pretty elite there. And then um, if we went. Baby blue on baby blue. I'm gonna have to give it to North Carolina if they were to make it that far. And then one that is just a, a all time classic is uh, Oklahoma State. They have some of the best just classic uniforms that you can find. Um, if, but that's if they're hot. I mean, they, they, there's got to be a lot of stuff working in the background here. You know, it's not just sure. we're squaring up on a Tuesday like. I mean, this you know, this has got to be the you know ten game win streak. You know, they're hot on yep. you know, and and Ole Miss is down down, you know, pulling out of the out of the bottom of the bag. Yeah, whenever Oklahoma State shows up with the black, with the Oklahoma State across the chest with the bat on the front, with like, and they were the original. You better you better have your ace on the bump. Yeah, no doubt. Because they, they were the I'm, – I'm pretty positive they were, like, the originals to do that, like, bat underneath the script letters, and it looks so good. They have the oranges, uh, too, and those look really good. And, like, they have the whites now that are pretty strong. Yeah, kind of – they're, like, almost too plain, but uh, – I don't know. They play in that new stadium now too, and they got that dude that hits it like 500 feet anytime he makes contact. It's a good look. It's definitely a good look. But we can talk some odds now since we just uh, rambled about jerseys for 30 minutes. I told we can go. I told Braylon before we started we need to start with the uniforms because I'm going to sit here and talk about uniforms for 30 minutes, and we did it. Yeah, this is putting both of us in our bag. Like, if we get to talk uniforms, we could probably run out seven podcasts a week. No doubt, I could. Oh, I could talk uniforms. every day. It doesn't matter sports. It don't matter. Like in any sport, I mean, we could talk park league baseball, and and I could make I could make a full podcast about it. Yeah, if you see any jersey of any sport, send it to us. One hundred percent. We'll we'll talk about that. Hundred percent. For just for example, before we get before we move on, uh, my mom knows my obsession with uniforms, and she was watching my cousin play in Hoover at the turf park, um, and she sent me this team that was sitting next to her in the stands that's wearing pinstripes in the summer, 
Very rare look. Very rare look. Not many teams go full uniform with the button-up jerseys in the summer. And I told her, that team's legit. You wear pinstripes in the summer, they're legit. They're a good team. Ends up, uh, they're one of the best teams in the nation. I'm not sure their name, but they are owned by a guy who has 7% ownership in the best baseball team in the land right now, and that's the New York Yankees. That's why they wear pinstripes. And I was like, wow, that is really cool. What a coincidence. But, yeah, just for example, so, dude, just send send it to us. Uh, Put it on Facebook, tag us, Twitter, it don't matter. DM us, who cares? You see a cool uniform or or you want our opinion on it, shoot it over. For sure. Always down to talk uniforms. Oh, yeah. But uh, have you looked at any of the regional futures? I haven't. It's, uh, I think since Tennessee got knocked out, it's the closest I've ever seen like futures going into a tournament. Like the highest, the front runner is Texas at plus 370, and mm. A&M is last at plus 750. So there's no long shots, really. Like A&M's technically a long shot, but... If you're only laying plus 750 with the worst team in the tournament, that's, yeah, that, that means it's going to be pretty tight. They don't really know which way this is going to go. It's it's kind of tough, too, because you have – I mean, obviously, you know, you're not a scrub if you make it this far. I don't care. You know, even if, if UConn would have been able to pull the upset, like, yeah, they just beat Stanford at Stanford. They ain't no scrub, um, right. which they didn't. But just for example, um, so I, I'm actually pretty excited – This is probably the most excited I've been just because there's not a clear-cut favorite. Um, I don't know about Texas being a favorite. Like, they struggled with East Carolina. Um, I know that was a brutal environment and all that stuff, but, like, I mean, you're Texas. Like, you you should win that pretty easy in in my eyes, but... Yeah, we've thrown, we've thrown his nickname around the Hispanic Titanic. Ivan Melendez around. He's going to win player of the year. He's yeah, hitting 396, yeah. 32 bombs, 94 RBIs. That's oh, ridiculous to score gosh. that many runs for your teams. That's, yeah. that's stupid. Oh, yeah. And you can't pitch around him because I just read where the guy behind him has an 1,100 OPS too. Yep. So was, you can't just walk this guy to get to their lineup. Game two at, with East Carolina, I'm, I'm sitting there watching it on Saturday, and Hispanic Titanic comes up. I can't remember the situation. I want to say bases might have been loaded. I don't. Maybe not. It doesn't matter. He hits one literally out of the property. Like there's a tree line behind their jungle, and he hits it over the trees. Okay. Wow. That's impressive. But the most impressive thing about it is the guy behind him comes up and does the exact same thing. Two balls out of the property, back-to-back swings. Ridiculous. It is. I remember the first game of the year. He hit two home runs in the first game, and I think they added up close to 900 feet <laughs> is what they were. His, I think he was two for three with two home runs that were like 440, 450-plus each. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah, he's a stud. Um, got, they're the favorite, of course. Stanford, Notre Dame, plus 450. Arkansas, plus 500. Ole Miss, plus 600. Auburn, Oklahoma, plus 650. And A&M is plus 750. So, of course, I think my guys in the blue are going to give it a run at plus 650. I think our lineup is – like, I don't think we're too reliant on the long ball to go win. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Whereas that. Whereas a team like Texas, which we just said those guys are hitting at 450. So if you're hitting at 450, it doesn't matter where the wind's blowing. It don't matter what field you're playing on. Nope. That's a home run. Nope. It but does I, not it is gonna It's going to slow their offense up a lot. I agree. And, you know, it, it kind of translates through all of baseball. When you get to, like, this, this time, you know, like MLB, you get into the playoffs. And, you know, we've seen it in high school and you see it in college. The teams who can put the ball in play effectively – and like put bat on ball, force like force outs instead of striking out. Like teams who don't strike out and make contact usually win. I mean that's why, like, just for example, um, even though they're cheaters, like when they were really good, the Astros 
you could look and even when they were playing on the road, like their strikeouts were significantly lower than everybody else. Um, and that's why they're always in the playoffs, and that's why they're always making the World Series because, like, they just put they have dudes that put the ball in play. And I think that's that's kind of like reminds me of Auburn. Like, they got a lot of dudes who can just hit and battle ABs, and you got Sonny D just carrying the lineup. Like, he just he just takes over, um, which is honestly really fun to watch. Uh, we looked it up. I wasn't really sure where he was from. And he's actually from Hoover, went to Sanford, transferred to Auburn. I mean, what a, you know, local kid made it big. You know, he'll probably get drafted and, you know, he might have a chance to to make it up, you know, pretty quick if he keeps hitting. I feel like he's a pure hitter kind of guy. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's got the, like a prime male body. Like if you see, 100%. if you're, when you're in your 30s or 40s, this is what the body you want to have. And he's just up there. He's got the best hands you've seen. He's hitting 392 on the year, OPS of 1370, which is ridiculous. That's stupid. That is 22 stupid. bombs. Leads the league in on base percentage. I think you said it was what, like over 500. Yeah, like 560. 560. Slugging 800. So he's just a pure hitter. I feel like, especially in the first inning, I feel like he's always there to make it happen. Like game three, he hit. I think he had a two-run bomb in the first inning. Yeah, he shows and then we up. just kind of rode ready. away from there. That's why I think like he he's got to be just just a pure hitter. I mean, it, you know, like I've always said, like hitters hit, and I feel like that's him. Like he just shows up ready to go and see ball hit ball. Like you better not make a mistake early in the game because he's going to take advantage of it. For sure, he's definitely a staple in that lineup. Oh yeah. Um, Stanford's got another one. Brock Jones, he's a center fielder. He's probably going to be like a top 15 pick. He's, a he's big, hitting 327. He's a big 1100 OPS, 20 bombs, 15 steals. So, five tool guy. Uh, he's he's probably the one of the better players in this tournament. Another guy I need to watch. 100%. Um I I I'm just trying to like play it out in my head and I really don't know which way it's going to go. Like, because you, you just don't know who's going to show up and who doesn't. And that's how it always goes. You know, you might have, like, like Michigan made a made a dream run a couple years ago where I, I kind of thought, like, you know, it's Michigan. They're not any good at baseball. And, like, then they just show up in the finals. And um, that was, they ran into a buzzsaw that year, but with Vandy. But, uh, I just, I don't know how it's gonna play out. And I guess that's why the odds are so tight. Like I I don't see Texas winning it though. I don't either. I just don't I don't know what it is. Like like you said, like you, this is not the place you live by the long ball. Um. I don't know. I guess time will tell. I, it's it's honestly this is. I feel like every time we you know every couple weekends we're like man this is one of the best weekends in sport. But like this is actually one of the best weekends in sports because you have the u.s opens going on right now the nba finals the stanley cup and the college world series like i mean i don't even know what i'm gonna watch it, that's and that's an awesome problem to have yeah, soak it in because the dog days of summer are coming yeah once july gets here man it's uh it gets pretty bare i'm gonna be honest with it's you either bear down and just really enjoy baseball or that's when you catch up on your Netflix shows. Yep. Or if you're a psycho, you you uh, really dive in deep on college football three months early. Yeah, that's those are crazy people. That's, people that are reading magazines like thinking about these kids that read about kids that may not ever play. That's me. <laughs> I'll own it. But I'm a different beast. Uh, but Oklahoma, Oklahoma's kind of hot too. Yeah. I feel like they might be worth a flyer being plus six fifty. Yeah, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Ole Miss. They just those would be my three bets if I was going to take any. That side of the bracket is kind of tough though to be Oklahoma. Uh, well, they get A and M first. I mean, A and M ain't no slouch. Like their uniforms are terrible, but they ain't no slouch. So I think. I think they're probably the worst team 
in the tournament. A and M. They're still good. Maybe Notre, I think Notre Dame's set up. I mean, they're this is the biggest letdown spot of all time. Yeah, hundred percent. You just beat the number one team. Now you got to go play Texas. Um, the best player in college baseball. I think they get beat first game by Texas. That's so crazy that it would have been Tennessee and Texas. Yep. As the matchup, what a terrible draw, really, for both teams. Right. I mean, I would say like those are probably the two. I mean, obviously, like if Tennessee would have been in, they would have been the favorite, and so they're not in, and now Texas is the favorite. Like it's the two best teams. Right. That's, That'd have been one and two if Tennessee would have made it. I guess Texas just kind of fell apart in conference because they, I mean, they were the nine seed, nine overall seed. So, I mean, it makes sense. Like, you know, obviously it's lined up right, but uh, that just, that just feels weird. It, it's hard to process in my brain. But uh, we had the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs start last night, went to overtime. Yep. Avs jump out, get a quick lead. Three, they're up three-one. Then the Tampa Bay just kind of creeps back in. All of a sudden, it's three-three. They got all they those They going to overtime. Yeah, they got uh, Braden Point back. He played. He played a little in the first round. He was hurt and tried to play, but or that might have been the second round. He played like half a game and then came out and wasn't able to go again. He's back. He's a huge piece for them, but the Avs are still just a wagon. They're a wagon, dude. I, I just, I mean, it would take a miracle for Tampa to win this series. Like, they're good, you know, and they're going for a three-peat. They've been there, done that. But the abs are different, man. I'm telling you, the abs are different. Yeah, we so we talked about the odds, too, talking about series, futures. What was that, Sunday night? Yeah. And the odds, the abs were minus 205. Before first game, they'd fallen all the way down to minus 175. Mm. So I was hoping Tampa Bay won that first game, and then I was going to go try to put a future on the Avs, but now there's really no point in it. If you like Tampa Bay, now's the time to take them because yep. now they're going to be even more. They'll be probably close to like 250, 300, if I had to guess. Yeah. Man, that'll be a good series to watch, though. It'll be it'll be highly competitive. You know, I can see it going five or six. I don't think it goes seven. Uh do you think you think the NBA goes seven? Yes, Let's they're going uh, back to Boston. Yeah, I had it on. We'll we'll get a we'll get a live check in here. Okay, Boston's just tough to beat at home. Uh, so it's fifty seven thirty nine Golden State. Oh wow! So they might this might just be it. Which when when I had turned it off, Boston had went on like a ten zero run to start the game. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely not over. It's going to have to take – I mean, yeah, that this – I mean, Boston's just a little – I mean, there's 11 minutes left in the third. There's – I mean, they're just run away from being back in it. But, whew. I can't get – I can't get on the right side. I can't either. This, this – the NBA has been bad to us. Like, we, we should have just sure. trusted our gut and said, like, Golden State's the better team and stuck through them through their tribulations because, like – we were right, but then we changed it up. Yeah, I started Warriors in five. Yep. Then they lose game one, right? Yep. So then Celtic, I'm like, all right. A couple games go by, I'm like, all right, Celtics are obviously the better team. I'm going Celtics in six. Then Steph Curry plays awful, and the Warriors still win. Yeah, Wiggins went off. Remember we were talking about Klay Thompson and and Wiggins are going to have to play great, and then they, and then they did. He did, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, you know Wiggins was a number one pick in the draft. True. I don't really know how. I guess Boston forgot that when they decided to just face guard Steph and just follow him to the corner and just let Wiggins take somebody one on one. Yeah, that's a good. That's, that's a not good gonna call work. Out. No. No, it's not. He's just gonna dribble right past you. But he's he's playing hard. He's like getting a bunch of rebounds and stuff too. So it's good to see him finally in a spot where he can win. And I think he's always kind of been that guy. Like, he's always been a grinder. Um, he just hadn't been on the right team. I mean, he's been with the T-Wolves, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, that kind of speaks for itself. Right. You know, there's, there's a reason they had the number one pick, uh, and they got Anthony Edwards. So, 
it is good to see him on a good team again because you know he got drafted by the Cavs and they traded they traded him. Like that would have been cool to see him. Like I I get why they did it because you want Kevin Love there because it's a win now, but it still would have been cool to see him with with the Cavs then. Uh, but the I mean the Cavs aren't the Cavs without Kevin Love, so I don't know. I think I'd have kept Wiggins. Dude, Kevin Love was getting like thirty rebounds a game, like in the in yeah. those big crunch, like that one finals game. I think he literally got like twenty eight rebounds. Kevin Love, he's just a mystery to me. I like to just look up a picture of him in the old UCLA jerseys. Yeah. Like that's just hilarious. Anytime you're having a bad day, just type in on Google it's Kevin so Love UCLA, and just look at just how baggy the shirts were, and he just looked like the most unathletic guy on the planet. He just—he looks like a regular dude too. Like, I mean, I know he's like what six nine, but amongst all the other giants, he looks like just a normal, just a normal guy. He's just out there, right. just getting boards, just boxing out like the old whites. Yep, and he can shoot the J a little, and uh, that's, that's kind of where it ends. <laughs> he's like a um, mental health activist now, so that's pretty cool. That is cool. I'm I'm all about that too. I'm all about the mental health, getting your mind right. Just like uh, Marshawn Lynch uh, famously said, got to take care of your mentals and your chicken. Yep. <laughs> Thought you were going to bring up him talking about uh, Hennessy. Taking shots of Hennessy before the game. That's how he gets his mind right, gets his body ready to go. He said, he told he told Peyton Manning, he, <laughs> he goes, yeah, I always got to have one or two shots for the game. He goes, of what? Like, like bourbon? What you mean? Of what? <laughs> the best, one of the best videos on the planet is when the Skittles sent him out to Scotland, and basically just sent him out there and just gave him like a camera guy, and the camera guy just followed him. <laughs> yeah. That's that's one of the best YouTube videos that there are. Oh, it's awesome! And he's asking those people like in the pub, like, "You watch the Super Bowl?" <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, so. Uh, I guess we need to address it. I, I really don't want to jinx anything, but the Braves are at uh, 14 games in a row now. Um, they are absolutely on fire. I mean, they had uh, Spencer Strider's like game of his life last night, put the team on the back. Um, I, I don't even know how many strikeouts he had. I can't even find it, but he just went off. Uh, which is awesome to see. Okay, here we go. 5.2 innings, one hit, two earned runs, 11 strikeouts. And the, like, the thighs of a god. <laughs> uh, but they're hot, man. They're, they're four games back of the Mets. And people are getting hot. Like, Dansby's hitting 295 now. Austin Riley has 18 home runs. Ronald Acuna has 11 stolen bases. Like we're we're coming around. Every time we bring somebody up, they go off. Demerit comes up earlier in the season, goes off, plays great defense. He gets hurt. All right, bring in uh, oh, what's his name? I can't believe I just lost. If you would have asked me, I would have told you his name. <laughs> Marvin Harris. Harris. Marvin Harris. Um. You bring him in, he goes off. Like, he had a two-hit game last night. I mean, it's just like... An awesome pimp job, too, did not? Oh, my gosh. Smooth. Incredible. But it's just, I love watching them play, like, when they're hot like this. Like, they're just so much fun. And you can tell it. Like, you can tell they like each other, and they like playing with each other. And uh, uh, Albies went, he got, he fractured his foot, you know. The injury bugs, I guess, got a hit at some point. He was kind of slumping, so, you know, I don't want him to get hurt, but it, it wasn't a terrible time. You know, he'll be out six, eight weeks, come back for the final push, you know, in the in the last quarter of the season. So, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, they've been hot. Mets have been struggling, too. The Mets, it was perfect timing where the Braves schedule – got really easy 
and they sent the Mets out west to face the Padres and the Dodgers. So yep. it looks like the Mets have been playing awful when really they've just been against tough competition and the Braves are just inching their way back in. Yep. Braves and Phillies both are. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to pull up the full standings list. Uh, or well, I got the schedule pulled up. So we got the Cubs this weekend at the Cubs. So, I mean, should be able to take care of business. Um, then So then out west comes to our front door because we get four games against the Giants at home, and then we get a three-game series against the Dodgers. And if you don't think that uh, Truist Park is going to be absolutely rocking those three days, like you're wrong. Like, uh, when the when when Atlanta Atlanta you know isn't known for being great fans, but I mean they're riding the high. Georgia's off the national championship. Braves are off the World Series. Fandom is probably at a high. I mean I, I could see it being a sellout at least for like Friday or Saturday night. I mean especially if the win streak is still intact. I, I don't think we make it through the Giants, but say we do. I mean, we'll be getting close to a record at that point, but I think those Do- that Dodgers series will be will be one to watch, like a hundred percent. Freddie will be coming back, so we'll see. Yeah, the um, it's almost gotten a little boring being a Yankees fan right now. Um, you know, we're in the month of June. Do you know what our record is? Uh, I do not. Tell me, twelve and one. So, and nobody's even talking about it. Like, it's the whole world has just become numb to it at this point. Yep. We're 30 games above 500. It's insane. Like, it just keeps, you know, this is like how you do it. The teams that go win 110, 115, everyone says, well, they're going to slow down. They're going to slow down. And you just don't. And they don't. They never slow down. 46 and 16, Aaron Judge is on pace to hit 60-something home runs. Like, this could be a season that you talk about forever. Yeah. I mean, tonight tonight is a great example, okay? It's Thursday. Thursday is like that in-between day for the, for, for the big leaguers. Like, you play a lot of day games or, you know, you have a late game and then you got, you know, you're playing somebody else the next day. And you have vets. Like, this is what I like about this team. You have vets that just know how to handle it. They're they're down one to nothing, like in the seventh. Rizzo steps up, hits a single, ties the game up. All right? He comes back around and hits in the ninth, walk off. He pretty much wins the game by himself with the pitchers. And that's what it takes. Like, that's what it takes to be the best team in the league is vets to step up, even when they're not playing their best, and they know what it takes to get a win. Like, they're like, okay, I have to do this here, and I know how to do it. I've put the work in, and like, I just feel like Rizzo, Donaldson, Judge is a is a vet and is playing like an MVP. Like, and you just have all these dudes that just get it done. Like, they just they don't mess around. So I, I'm with you. I think there. Are, I think it's gonna be a season we talk about for the rest of our lives. Yeah, I did see Matt Carpenter has more home runs with the Yankees than Freddie does with the Dodgers. And Freddie's played all year, and that, Carpenter's played 10 games with the Yankees. That I love that you call that out because I almost forgot who that was, to be honest with you. Uh, not Matt Carpenter or Freddie Freeman. Um, oh, yeah. I'll have to remind you every episode. I, just, I know you I, I, blocked that out of your mind. I'm just out of sight, out of mind. You know, if he's not doing anything for me, then, you know, forget him. Who cares? He's irrelevant. Um I hope I hope Spencer Strider hits him in between the shoulder blades, just one good time. You know. Okay, I'll, relax, relax. No, man, no you don't no. mean that. I I don't, but I do. You know, I I have uh, I don't like being told no, and you know we offer you the same money that they that the Dodgers offer, just one less year, and you say no. Okay, like you made it personal. Yep, you and Bill Cosby, two guys just don't like to be told no, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Sticking in the MLB, I saw the saddest story of all time with Joe Madden. Oh Did you man! See that? Yeah, we didn't. I didn't. I don't know. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. But yeah, I can't. So believe he, we haven't talked about that. 
the Angels are on what, like a twelve game losing streak? Yeah. Just cannot figure it out. Joe Madden, who's for the boys, I saw him rocking a CNB Sports Show shirt in one of his press conferences before he got fired. For the boys. He's for the brand. Um, he's one of our eleven listeners. So I know he'll hear this. It's super sad whenever a guy that's a manager who's in his sixties or seventies, however old he is, he says, You know what, my team hasn't won in three weeks. I'm going to go shave a mohawk into my head. Yep. My hair may not ever grow back normal again. I'm going to go shave a mohawk because, like, something, the vibes have to change up. Yeah, and, and that's what it takes, you know? Something as simple as a new haircut changes the entire vibe of a franchise. For sure. You saw teams will, like, bleach their hair and stuff like that. Yep. Just to change things up, get, get momentum going where people are just super superstitious. But, uh... He shaves a mohawk into his head, and the team never sees it. He gets fired that day, goes and gets his haircut into a mohawk, shows up to work. They call him into the office and can him before he ever even gets to see the team. So nobody even knows he has the mohawk for weeks. It was like probably a whole week before anyone else even found out about it. That's the saddest story I've ever heard. That's terrible. Imagine you're sitting there, right? You know, I don't know I don't know who the GM is out there, but Mr. GM says, Hey Joe, come here. You're walking in there, man, you're all excited, you got this new haircut, like it's like a fresh outlook on life, you know? Fresh out of the fresh out of the chair, you're walking into work. Nobody's seen your haircut yet and you know, you have your hat on and he's like, Joe, you know, man, we we've lost fifteen straight. I don't see a change come in and in our team so i'm gonna have to let you go and you're just sitting there with that mohawk under your hat and you're just like crushed i mean that's awful that that truly breaks my heart because joe madden is just a cool dude you know he thinks outside the box when others when people tell him not to he still does it anyways and i don't see how you fire him there i mean they just had a no hitter like a week ago but you know, and it's that's neither here nor there, I guess. <laughs> I wonder how long he like could you imagine changing your physical appearance and then getting fired and having to go home and sit on your couch after being fired with a mohawk. <laughs> like he just did everything. Like if if I shaved and just left the mustache or like goatee or something to change it up and then I got cut from my team how long would I keep that goatee before I shaved it how long would I be able to look myself in the mirror knowing that's the face of a guy that just got fired I I don't know I I mean cause like once cause like you have good vibes about that goatee or mohawk right but then you get fired and now it's bad vibes so like me I'm going, I'm starting fresh, you know, like just I'm, going, all I'm going shaved, shaved face, shaved head. And then, you know, whatever happens after that, that's what happens. But I mean, I'm starting, I'm starting new. I think it'd be worse if you bleached your hair because you would have to yeah, wait that, a long time pretty, for that to come out. That's pretty bad. Bleaching your hair is kind of dumb anyways. I've yeah, never been. I'm not with it. Which... I can't really say anything about anybody's hair. Uh, mine only grows out the sides and back. <laughs> but I'm pretty positive, and I'm sure we could, if you tested me against other people with regular heads of hair, my hair that grows out the side and back is... Oh, it's thick. It's lush. It's unequivocally better than anybody else's. It's just, I, I miss, you know, I'm a, I'm a two-thirds kind of guy, you know? Um, the two thirds of my head is the best hair you've ever seen, and then that that one third just said, "No, nah, man, I'm out. I'm gonna go ahead and head out of here." Yeah, it's, it's, you got the polo grounds effect. It's it's rough, and, and you know it, it it is what it is. It's the it's the cards I was dealt, and I, I feel like I rock it better than most people. And uh, you know, people try to make fun of me for it, and they just fail. And most of them have big noses, and their names are Chase Best, so. <laughs> Um, 
you know that he that he definitely falls on his face every time he tries to make fun of me. So Chase's Chase has got to be happy though. The Red Sox are coming back. I think I saw he said they won four straight. Yeah, in amongst the time that the Yankees have went twelve and one, and the Braves have won fourteen straight. But yeah, the Red Sox have won four in a row. He, I'm sure they're slowly climbing back into that to win the division. He was talking about uh, how they've been hot, right? They've only lost a couple games this month or something. And he's like, it's a lot like uh, the the Dodgers and, and Braves. And I was like, nah, buddy. It's not. It's not like that at all. <laughs> Poor guy. But hey, you know. We'll have to have Chase back on for the two-thirds of the season so he can defend himself. Yeah, but until then, it's just going to be an absolute buzzsaw. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess that uh, pretty much wraps us up. You got anything else? That's it. Pretty good show. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the uh, the bracket. Let us know. Send us. Don't forget to send us your pictures of whatever uniform. It doesn't matter if it's on the show. Real life, summer ball, park ball, I don't care. Be any anywhere from anything, it doesn't matter. Uh we'll we'll tell you which what we think and you know, if you need help creating a uniform on the show, just reach out, man. I'm all about I'm all about helping you, you people. So um stay safe out there this weekend. It's gonna be an awesome weekend. Make sure you're you're keeping up with all the games and stuff. Um Yeah, so Enjoy the week. Stay safe. And, oh, of course, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, the usual. So uh, we'll we'll see you guys in the comments. Until next time, uh, the boys are out. Love you guys.